0: Hello, everyone. This is Rev Brad on the Soccer Chaplains United podcast from the Touchline. Today's podcast is part of our Lesson from Lasso series, so if you're short on time, when you hear that Ted Lasso theme song, you can skip ahead a minute and get right into the pod. Apple TV's Ted Lasso show has been very popular, and a lot of what we see on the screen gives a glimpse of life at a football club. Being around a professional team for some 25 years, I thought I would offer a chaplain's perspective on some of what we see in each episode. There are some great lessons to be learned, whether you're a person of faith or not. You might be an athlete, a coach, or simply a fan of the beautiful game. I think you're going to find a lot of clever and creative wisdom in this series. Thanks for joining us today. Here we go with another lesson from Ted Lasso. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have... He has the hat-trick, the second in his career, the third of the night, the hat-trick hero. Talked about, you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner, goes towards the near post, and you're on the angle, and what a goal! What a goal! Late in Episode 7, we see Coach Lasso run out of the AFC Richmond karaoke after-party, after an astonishing upset on the road against Everton. Lasso's been struggling with the impending act of signing the divorce papers from wife Michelle. He's boxed in his emotions, and it all gets triggered as Rebecca beautifully and hauntingly sings the lyrics to the Frozen hit song, Let It Go. There's a ringing in Lasso's ears. He makes his way out of the club and out into the night air of the street, numb and in pain. Not physical pain, mind you, but emotional pain, Rebecca is there all of a sudden bringing him back. Am I going crazy? Ted gasps. No more than anyone else, Rebecca comforts him. She sits with him until the panic attack is over. Rebecca's been here before. She knows. She understands. It's her wedding anniversary day, after all. It's a painful reminder of her divorce and the years of abuse at the hands of ex-husband Rupert. Well, watching Rebecca console and comfort Ted, we are watching what Henry Nowen once termed as the wounded healer. In his book by the same name, Nowen, a Dutch Catholic priest, explores suffering as the beginning point for a pastor or a priest to begin a ministry of service to someone or to the world. The distinctive point though, is that the pastor doesn't begin with the suffering of the person they are serving. Instead, they begin with their own suffering. It is from one's own wounds that the possibility of healing might arise more appropriately. And in this episode of Ted Lasso, we see Rebecca offering healing from her own wounds. She has been the one alone, shaking, feeling the effects of a panic attack, watching her whole world crumble around her. In a word, she's been through the panic attack of loss, and now she is the one bringing Ted back from the brink, much like her friend Sassy was there for her. Now, now and believed, as do I, that the greatest source of healing and comfort a person can give to another comes from a place of our own brokenness, a place of our own woundedness. But it's not we who do the healing. It is he. It is Jesus. The wounded healer is about pointing to the source of that true, whole, ultimate healing. Another way of describing it is the old phrase, I'm just one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. The Apostle Paul beautifully captures this in the second letter to the church in Corinth. He writes in chapter one, verse three, praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we're comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. That was 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3-7. through seven. Paul relates to the believers there in Corinth that he and Timothy, his protege, their sufferings and the way that God comfort them in the midst of it, this is purposeful. Paul and Timothy see that there's a way that God comforts us. And so in the same way, as we become wounded, we learn through that wounding how we might be able to comfort others or how we might be able to point others to God, to Christ. Paul here's reflecting, he sees the purpose, he sees the intent, and sharing those sufferings, it's really to help others through their suffering. It's being able to comfort them in the midst of their troubles. Well, how do we do this? First, it's not about one-upping someone. We don't hold up our pain. Our story as more painful or more dramatic. And also, we shouldn't blab on about our experience or experiences. That's not helpful to anyone. I've sat in many hospital rooms and listened as Uncle Fred goes on with his organ recital and virtually lists every time he's been in some treatment or care and as if his long list is somehow going to bring comfort to the one lying in the hospital bed. No, comforting someone out of the care and comfort we've received from God looks very different than what I just mentioned. It's selfless. It's somehow quieter, more peaceful. It's a calmness, a centeredness an anchoring that the other person needs. It's like Rebecca holding Ted Lasso and saying, it's okay, it's okay, just breathe, just breathe. It's like Rebecca taking a moment to sit alongside, to put her arm around, to offer to walk with Ted, offering her car, but you know, she doesn't force the issue. She knows when to let go as well. That's the work of a wounded healer. It's a work that we're all called to do, and a way that we're all called to be with others. Well, thanks for listening to this lesson from Ted Lasso. This is Reb Brad coming to you from the Touchline.